0: Good morning. This is The Math Factor. I'm Haim Goodman-Strauss, and with me is Barry Cipra, freelance mathematics writer. How are you doing, Barry? Good morning. So I know uh, you from What's Happening in Mathematical Sciences, Volumes 1 through 5.
1: That's right. So what was that? Well, it's a set of um, publications. The American Mathematical Society puts out um, a compilation of articles on various interesting things that have been going on in the mathematical sciences, so pure applied uh, and some just fun stuff. Oh, cool.
0: So I know you, that you have a great trick that uh, you're going to show us today. <laughs> so maybe everybody should, uh, if you're driving, I really wouldn't recommend uh, doing this right now, but everyone else. So what have you, you got there, a stack of uh,
1: cards? Well, I've got some, some playing cards. It's not really a trick or a magic trick. Um, it's not, not even a, a game that has to be played with cards. I originally came up with it uh, thinking about little stones and cups or, or things like that. But uh, we eventually found it, it was most playable uh, using playing cards and has a natural feel to it. Okay, well let's check it out. Okay, so what we'll do is we'll take a, a few cards and this is, uh, this is not an interesting game with just one player. Few games are, but it does become sort of interesting as soon as you have two people. And it gets kind of more interesting as you have more people and more cards. It, it can be done with any number of cards. Uh, and any number of people. Uh, So what we do is imagine you've got a bunch of people sitting around a poker table and you've got a a small deck of cards Um, and one player starts with all the cards and simply deals all the cards out. Actually, maybe think of a bridge where you deal all the cards out all the way around until the last card gets dealt out. Now, depending on how many cards and how many players you've got, it may, you know, it, it's going to go around to just somebody. But as soon as the last card is dealt out, you tag that person who got the last card as the new dealer. And what he or she does is pick up their cards, okay, their their hand, so to speak. You don't have to look at these. it's It's not really cards. You just simply pick up the cards you've been dealt and deal them out. Again, naturally kind of starting with the person on your left and going around and around and around until you deal out the last card. Uh, and that person who gets dealt that next card gets tagged as the next dealer. It may be the person who was already the dealer if they go around to, to him or her. And again, the new dealer picks up the cards that are in front of them and deals them again. And you keep going, and this can go on forever and ever and ever and ever Um, But what's interesting, and what's rather remarkable, is that if you keep doing this, you'll get all kinds of uh, strange arrangements of of cards. You know, somebody will have two cards, somebody will have six, somebody will have three, somebody may not have. It's hard to get anybody with none, because you tend to deal around. Um, But uh, uh, that certainly can happen with, if you have fewer cards than you have people, uh, that, that will tend to happen. Um, any rate, you'll get all sorts of weird arrangements, uh, but if you keep going long enough, suddenly somebody's going to wind up with all the cards. Now that's that's really amazing. So that's really
0: really amazing. So I guess actually we could put that as a puzzle for our listeners: is uh, why that's so, couldn't
1: we? Uh, absolutely. It's there's a nice kind of trick to the to proving it. Um, it's a it's a nice thing to to look at to see. You know why it necessarily, why the cards necessarily always reassemble?
0: Well, let's try a quick round. Okay,
1: sure. Yeah, just two of us. uh, Let's take like I don't know how many cards there are. We're we're using my business cards. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so I'll deal you one and me one, and you one and me one. Business cards aren't as easy to deal as regular playing cards. You one, and me one. And apparently there were seven cards, so Fine. I just tagged you as the new dealer. And, okay, so I have four, and I'm dealing. And I give you one, and me one, and you
0: one, and me one, yep. and I'm the dealer. Don't and you two. just tagged yourself. So I give you one, and me one. And you one. tagged still, yourself and again, you got them and it reassembled. Wow. Well, that went pretty quick. It,
1: it really did.
0: But no. uh, but as
1: we were talking about, I guess there's sometimes some pretty strange okay. uh, stuff. So let's let's just add a couple more cards and see what happens. So, so now we have nine cards. Okay. Uh, You get one, I get one, you get one, I get one, you get one, I get one,
0: you get one. This can be a little hard to follow on the radio, but remember the rules. You deal out the cards. Whoever gets the last card picks their pile up, deals them out, and and so forth. It's tag deal. Now here we did it for two players and nine cards. Uh, It comes out really quite differently each time. Try it for three players and Eight cards it goes on for quite a ways before stopping. of course you don't really need three
1: people to do this, just three piles. and I tag myself again with two and now I tag myself again, and I just have one and now it's back.: to
0: That's you. a cool game, so like
1: what's I guess with three
0: people and more cards, uh, it just gets
1: more and more crazy the way it works out it it sometimes does sometimes doesn't, and this is kind of the interesting thing that that Depending on the number of, of players and the number of cards involved, it can sometimes take a very long time. You probably don't want to do it with six people and and twenty five cards, or maybe you do I think we'll have probably have someone write <laughs> us in I hope uh, and tell us I, what happens. I made that. the mistake of, of doing it with a with a large table, and I uh. thought I took you know like just a, a few cards to uh. to run through quickly, and we were there for about forty minutes, going oh, wow. round and around and around. Uh, but it's, it's somewhat unpredictable yeah. that sometimes it goes very quickly and other times it, it just seems to drag on forever and ever.
0: Well, that's really amazing. I mean, this is an example of a very simple procedure that gives rise to highly unpredictable, uh, yeah. very strange it's, behavior. It's
1: sort of a finite dynamical system uh, exhibiting kind of a finite version of chaos mm-hmm. in that um, seemingly the only way to tell how long it will take is to just do it to do it yeah that if anybody can come up with a formula that quickly says you give me the number of players and the number of cards and i'll tell you how long it takes how many deals it takes well someone let us know yeah someone
0: listening (laughs) might come in tell us about your book mistakes that's a great title
1: oh thanks well you have to see the spelling too (laughs) <laughs> um, <it's, laughs> people keep telling me uh, it's, it's got T- a big a- typo K- on the cover yeah there's right. a typo from the, from the get go Right. it's a calculus supplement the, the full title is actually mistakes and how to find them before the teacher does um, and started as a set of notes I wrote for uh, my calculus students when I was uh, in graduate school and then um, I actually was teaching second semester calculus and so I wrote the second half of the book first, Uh uh, and then uh, met this wonderful publisher, uh, uh, Klaus Peters, uh, who's now at A.K. Peters, um, and gave him this manuscript, and he liked it, but he said, you know, it feels like only half a book, and it feels like the second half of a book.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, that was a mistake. (laughs)
1: Um,
0: Well, thanks a lot, Barry. Thank you very much, and uh, I guess people can check out the book online and it's available on Amazon and AKP's website. and um, You just have to know how to spell my last name. <laughs> oh, yes. So let's do that because it isn't obvious, is it? No. C-I-P-R-A, Barry A. Cipra. That's right. Freelance mathematics writer. Thank you very much,
1: Barry. Well, thank you, Shane. Uh, Hi- uh,
0: <laughs> it is Haim. <laughs> well, that was a great interview. If you have solution about why the game must always terminate, go ahead and write us and we'll put the answer on the Math Factor website, mathfactor.uark.edu, and any other information that people come up with. Great game, Barry. This is Chaim Goodman-Strauss with the Math Factor, and we'll see you next week.